what I said I got a hundred squares If you scared, call a fan yeah, I'm going on and on, get it in Yeah, you know we do Commission in the image Till we finish, gone and bring them to Represent, kick up 40 deep off in the street Bring them heat with no peace Get them to them with no priest Yeah, with no drama, baby That just since he flipped the script Trying to reach them where they at Boulevard or the strip Take a whole sunny side From Trinity to PA From Samoa to Angola To the soldiers on the base This is crazy That is it, the way that we are saved I will shout it from the roof Till they put me in the grave It don't matter, it's whatever I tell them that he raised That's the power of the gospel The reason I'm unashamed 20, 4, 7, days a week 8, 3, 65 Yeah, you know me, I get it going Going till I'm gone Show. Big Drake, what's up with you, boy? Nothing much, Kingpin. As always, happy to be on with my family. How are you, my brother? Oh, man, I'm living the life. Just finished, had a, a glorious three, uh, four-day weekend. I will Mori Day holidays. I even fired up the old grill. I fired up both grills yesterday. Mm. Uh, I cooked like we had people coming over. We had nobody coming over to the crib, dog. <laughs> what uh, what are you cooking, man? Oh man, I I uh, so I jumped up at six a.m. and threw a, a Boston butt on the smoker and let that mm-hmm. thing started. Uh, went back to bed, got slept a little bit longer. Uh, sm- I smoked uh smoked a uh, half a stick of uh bologna. Uh, for 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 lunch with some hot dogs, and mm. uh, yeah, I'm a country boy, man. Smoked bologna is absolutely mm. off the chain, bro. So, okay, I hate. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, then I did some uh, I did some chicken wings. I did uh, uh, two slabs of ribs. Uh, I did some hamburgers, some hot dogs, some sausages. Uh, Use a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, I grilled some corn. Uh, did some green beans on the grill. Um, uh, dang, I thought I did something else. What else I did on there? Uh, that may be it. Oh, yeah, well, then a partridge but, and a pear tree. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, oh, and for dessert, I, I, I grill some pineapple. I do love grilled pineapple. Boy, boy, it's just spr- all you had to sprinkle. Just listeners, if you never had grilled pineapple, when your grill is when you're done cooking for your at your barbecue or whatever it is, quarter you up some pineapple into some longer quarters. Uh, almost stick like, and take you just a little bit of cinnamon. Uh, some people put cinnamon sugar. I, I think pineapple sweet enough. Just sprinkle you some cinnamon all over it, and throw that thing on the on the grill. Now, mm. if you real spicy, and you want to try some for real, for real, if you if you are the uh of uh somewhat of the drinking fashion, you can mm-hmm. take some Fireball and soak those pineapples in Fireball. Mm. And then sprinkle your pine, your cinnamon on it, and then put them on the grill. Mm. That fireball brings a whole nother flavor profile out of that that sweet pineapple, man. Absolutely, yeah. you don't need it alone. You do probably depending upon how hot your grill is. You really just want to get a good good sear mark on either on on either sides of it, mm-hmm. and that's enough to get it warm throughout the inside and, and treat your mouth. Treat your mouth, sir. Treat yourself with, with with that grilled pineapple. It's absolutely yeah, pineapple is one of my favorite fruits fruits of all time. Yeah, my my wife pineapple. too, man. And uh, I love to go to Hawaii just to go to the Dole pi- uh, pineapple fa- uh, plant or factory or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, just, be, just, just to get nice. some fresh ones, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you guys gonna go home for for uh, for the weekend, man? 
I did. I was home. Um, <clears throat> I was. I. I mean, I. I was home, but I wasn't. So when I, like, I, I was able to go home Friday, but that was a, a long day. So I drove from Mississippi, which is four and a half hours. Yep. Um, my wife made me a little lunch, then got back in the car and drove three and a half hours to Huntsville. So I had a long day, which in turn. <laughs> Made me a little sick because um, the last day here, um, that that morning, I woke up a little bit with a sore throat. And I'm like, oh, you know, let me start taking my, my antihistamine to dry it up. Yeah. Give me some Nucinex to, to get the bad stuff out. And I, I felt okay. You know, I took that and um, felt, felt fine. Then the next day, I woke up, you know, still not 100%, but felt okay. But when I drove home and then had to drive again that night, it just hit me. So good, good thing this like wasn't my first time meeting Erica's dad or nothing because we actually stayed at the dad's house because it was his birthday on Friday. He turned sixty nine, okay. and that was the purpose okay. for us going down there because it was his birthday. Dude, Saturday I stayed in the room the entire time. Are you like they, 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 they didn't see me. They didn't see me at all. They they would. What, what you want to eat? I don't care. Well, like, I didn't care. Like, I, whatever. I see, y'all could feed me pumpkin seeds food. and cockroaches. It doesn't I don't matter. care. And um, so they would bring me some food to the room. I, you know, I wouldn't even eat it all. You know, how I, I, I like to finish my yeah, plate. Yeah, you don't, you don't leave a plate. You don't like to leave yeah. no plate. And, um, you know, they know I'm, I'm a practicing vegan, a practicing vegetarian, however you want to say it. But there was, in, but see, when I go places and I go to other people, like I said, my my veganism or my vegetarianism is strictly health based. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like oh, I don't oh, want I any animals. animals. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's just strictly health based. So I'm not one of those people. So I, I mean, I was feeling so bad. I'm like, I don't care. I right, whatever you get, I'm not gonna eat all of it. So I don't like. You don't have to do anything special. Whatever y'all get, the family, get me a little something on the side. Break me a and piece so, off of it. Yes, it, yes, it. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, I I stay in the bed all day and we left sunday because monday of course i had to drive back to mississippi so i drove back three and a half hours you know slept in my own bed i didn't leave to head to mississippi or head here not until like four o'clock so i mean i I spent the day with my family but we didn't do anything special erica did some um vegetarian fried rice okay so a good vegan meal no 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 animal product. I, I could eat yeah. vegetarian fried rice. That seems some something something practical I could eat. I just don't like. Yeah, the, I, I don't. I don't want to try to. I don't. I don't think I want to try any, any of the uh, the the vegan stuff that look like meat. I don't want to try none of that. The only thing there's, there's two things that we like because sometimes you do want a burger or some tacos or whatever. I okay. guess now I could do probably uh, a black bean burger or something like that. Well. um uh impossible okay impossible you know they got beyond they got goya some other people gordinia they got a whole bunch of different ones but impossible has the best products so impossible has of course the impossible patties the same patties that they sell at burger king that makes the impossible whopper okay that's pretty doggone good but they also have a ground meat version and I know nobody can see me, but I'm doing quotes because, of course, it's not <laughs> ground meat, but it's, <laughs> it, it mimics ground meat. And so Erica would cook that up, 
and we'll have tacos. And you know, it, it tastes pretty good. It's all about the seasoning and everything. That's so, right. You can make I, it if taste I fed good. it to you, I, I mean, if I fed that to you, now some of the stuff you can just look at, and as soon as you put it in your mouth, you spit it out. <laughs> but that impossible stuff, if I fed it to you, you wouldn't know that it was plant based. Now, I have tried the impossible whopper just because to I wanted to be open, and, and you're right. I was like, okay, I can, I mean, I can see this. This is this is okay. This is not, this is not that bad. Yeah, um, yeah. But people talking about how to make. You know what appears to look like chicken legs and putting mm-hmm. putting the wrapping stuff on a no, bone, no, no. a fake bone. I'm like, man, just eat meat. Look, it, no, either do it or don't. That. Just eat meat, man. It does. We why why do you want that. to look like chicken legs? What what is that all about? <laughs> yeah, and we won't do all that. And, and, I mean, mostly we, you know, I'm from New Orleans, so I like rice. So yeah, we eat a lot of rice. Or I eat a lot of rice. But uh, you know, your, your vegetables. We we eat a lot of bowl dishes like. Like if you were to go to uh, Chipotle, yep, uh, we eat a lot of dishes like that at the house. So now, do you do? Have y'all tried uh, ramen? Doing real fresh, I, real ramen. I, you know, I'm not a pasta type guy. Oh, and, okay. and you know, pasta is essentially. I mean, ramen is essentially pasta noodles. That's all I'm, it I'm is in broth. A, <laughs> yeah, like Erica, that, that's her thing. She loves noodles. So, like sometimes, even when she do spaghetti. I may eat the noodles that first day, but the second day when we have leftover spaghetti and that sauce, then then you know marinated down, and we didn't cook it with the impossible meat. Shoot, I, I just put mine over rice. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm not a big noodle dude. You you rice. You you are now. I, I I'll tell you when I did go. Well, I didn't go vegan, but you know when I was doing doing my health kick or when yes. when I was You're doing fast. that program. Yeah, I did. I like. I found out I do really like spaghetti squash. Mm, yeah. And I like zoodles. I like taking a zucchini and making noodles. I actually like those two more than I like pasta. So even mm, now, had that. when Veronica does spaghetti, uh, my preference is is to, to to pan sear me some zoodles or do me a oven roast me a, a spaghetti squash. That, mm, okay. That's how I prefer to eat my spaghetti now. Um, okay. I, I can still eat pasta noodles. They're, they're fine, but... But but I got to eating those and I really really like both of those. Now with the zoodles, they really don't take long because it's just mm-hmm. zucchini. Uh, so you just you know put put a little olive oil uh, in 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 your your pan, heat it up. You really just toss them in there with I throw a little bit of garlic in there and a little bit mm-hmm. of Italian seasoning and, and some salt. And you really just flash flash and cooking uh, for maybe about three to five minutes tops. Uh, on mm-hmm. that, you just you know you really just heating them up all the way through. Um, and then, like I said, just just heap your heap your pasta your pasta on top of that. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like I said, I I really do like uh, to me uh, spaghetti squash is just like angel hair pasta, uh, yeah, but, okay. but it's squash. So th- those are my two go tos, man. I- I'm with you on the spaghetti piece. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think this piece portions of it. It's just some of the stuff I see people do. I'm like, that's stupid. What like like wrapping. Yeah, you know, wrapping tofu paper around a fake chicken bone to make it look like a chicken leg. Like, that's absolutely asinine now, to me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You know, for a hot second, KFC had to be on. Chicken nuggets? Chicken. I, I mean, dude, I was so excited. I'm like, oh. Because, I mean, you know, you got some people who have been vegan or vegetarian ever since they were kids. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, I don't want to do with animals. <laughs> and, so yeah, whatever. But, but you, you like man. I'm, I, I'm, I was a meat lover, so yeah, I, I, I occasionally enjoy the chicken wing from a tower too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, shoot, when I get my 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 chicken craving, I'm gonna go over there and crush. 
And do so one day. I'm just like, today's the day. I really want some fried chicken. Like, I'm about to murder somebody. So, you know what? But I still want to do right. I'm going to do the beyond. I'm, I mean, I'm online and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to get 24 pieces. They still nuggets. They weren't like pieces of chicken. They were like nuggets. I'm like, ooh, I'll get 24. Oh, I can get 48. Because I'm, I'm so hungry right now. I'm going to crush them 24. And then I have some for the Later. next day. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm mapping it out. But something said, whoa. Pump your brakes. You don't know how this is. You might waste your money. So just you know, get, yeah. get 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 a ten piece. Get a, yeah, get a, get a starter. <laughs> I got a ten piece and ate one and a half. <laughs> what ain't that bad, man? I threw them away. Oh, <laughs> the, the the best part of what they gave me was the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was trash. It was hot trash. It felt like I. Had, I was eating deep fried corrugated cardboard. Oh, so there was no flavor? None. Now, the flavor came on and the, the breading, outside the breading. crust. Yeah, yeah, the breading and I, the texture like, was off. The, everything was bad. The, oh, and, and, and if it's so like for true vegans, I don't know if they separate in the oils because. You know they they want you to have that chicken that chicken. <laughs> taste. Like, it's so like the they, bread. I'm like this they, like this. They, like took, they fried this like right next to some fried chicken. Like they, they took a, do that now. They took a 48 piece of chicken out and put a 12 piece of these vegan yeah, nuggets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just and it was it was bad. And you, you see they don't they don't have it no more. So now, so, be, so beyond I was say, somehow <laughs> beyond has done a good job getting into restaurants. They really have. I think Burgerfy has a Beyond patty. Yep. KFC had the Beyond chicken, and there's some other restaurants that have Beyond products. Beyond products are not as good as impossible. the Impossible. Because yeah. Impossible is only at Burger King that I've seen. Yes, that's it. That's it. Now Dion and his boys was trying to sell them chicken chicken nuggets at KFC. Now I'm sure they was in nil money to get that happening. But yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that, that, you know, even his sons like, oh man, somebody lying. These real chicken nuggets right here. Nah, Trash, not so much. Dog. Trash. Trash. I mean, think about it. If they were good, they'd still be there. This is true. If they were because, that good, they would still be on the menu. Because the, the vegan craze, you know, they got so many vegan products now. Like, it's catching, and, and that's what people are doing now. So if it was good, yeah. vegetarians and vegans would have bought it. I would have bought it. You, they they could have stayed me if it was good. Trash, dog. The population Trash. is steady growing. But them, but them nuggets are no longer present. <laughs> trash, dog. Beyond, I think they call it beyond nugget, beyond chicken, beyond was, trash, trash. That's what it was, beyond trash. <laughs> now watch the beyond people get a hold of this podcast and sponsor us, us, and I'll be like, man, I'm thankful for fire. You go, you be like, I had a bad batch. I must have had a bad batch. I had a bad this batch. batch. I retried them, and they're quite scrumptious. <laughs> Batch right here is a whole lot better. <laughs> I mean, they were just bad, man. And see, so Erica <laughs> had gotten the fried chicken fixed before me. So she called me up. She's like, hey, I'm about to get this this beyond uh chicken, blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, get it. Go go ahead and tell me how it is. And you know, people once again forget I'm I used to be a detective for 16 years. I, I can I can pick up on stuff. <laughs> So I'm like, you know, when you get it, call me, and I, I, I just I want to hear your fact, reaction. I, I, yeah, I just I just want to be on the phone while you eat. 
And then, of course, she takes the first bite. Um, you know, I, I know when my wife likes something when she does. <laughs> when you been she in like, with her too long. <laughs> she's like, you know, they're not bad. <laughs> you can hear the disappointment. Yeah, right? Like, they're not bad. What you mean? Like, you know, they... You just got to try them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I knew. And that's what I knew. Of course, so when I ate them, I said, why didn't you tell me they were trash? She said, you were so excited, I just couldn't break your heart. <laughs> she said, but yes, they were trash. <laughs> that, that is why I love Boogie. I love her to yeah. death. <laughs> But baby, so you, you were just, just you so happy. So excited. Yeah, you were just so excited about it. I just couldn't do it to you. <laughs> like, well, you should have. Because I almost bought 50 of these things. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm so happy that I didn't. I mean, Kingpin, you don't the, know. The Lord spoke to you and said, mm, don't do that right now. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, like, okay, well, I'll get maybe three different orders of 10 that way I can try some of the different sauces and then I can have some fries with this order then I can do some some um some stream beans with this so I'm still yeah. like I, I still want to eat somewhat decent even though I'm going to eat fried Strategy. in quotations of Mark listeners yeah. fried uh, chicken and fried fries because see that's my problem right there the fries like when the cast is open because I'm doing so I'm like you know what I fasted breakfast. I fasted lunch. I'm going to have me a plate of string beans. I'm having a salad. You know what? I'm going to treat myself to some fries. Get some fries. <laughs> and then, I, and then it, like, I'm, I'm walking up. Coach, we got you right here, baby. We got you right here, coach. <laughs> and they give me the damn biggest damn basket of fries. And I'm like, I just, I just need to taste. We, them fresh right there. And they know I like them fresh. So I'm like, I like them hot fries now. So if I'm walking up, they're like, coach, they ain't ready yet. Come back and I got you, baby. I'm like, okay. So I, I come back and I got a basket full of doggone fries. Oh, and I man. sit there and I'm like, I've been good. I done had practice. I'm hot. I'm, I'm, and I eat. I deserve this. I deserve but this. It's it's fried fries. That's not really the health thing it's that potatoes. I should be doing. It's potatoes. It's potatoes. Yeah. Starch. Yeah. Starch, yeah, which true. turns into sugar, which doggone ain't good for which is you. True. Know, but, true. Yeah, but, but you know, I'm you, you work in progress. He ain't you, done with me yet. He ain't done with me yet. <laughs> Oh my God, that's funny, man. <laughs> yeah, the 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 vegan the vegan uh, journey it, it 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 gets real. And like I said, like if we come up there, I'm not expecting to, <laughs> to I'm not expecting to eat vegan while I'm up there. Yeah, but like the only thing is, if I'm like really really on it, and I'm a month a month and a half, and I have no meat or dairy cheese, eggs, like nothing. And then I go somewhere and visit somebody. And it, 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 the next yeah. day I'm hurting. Yeah, I'm physically hurting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm physically hurting. I'm like, why did I do that? And, and you the, know, the, but but it, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I know I've been rambling a lot. <laughs> but you know, it's it's like a it's just like a downward spiral because you <laughs> feel bad. But something about fried foods and the trans fats and the grease, like I feel Pulls bad. I feel a little grossed out. But then I'm like, now I want some wings. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like I really want some wings. It really, it, you it, know, I've I, never taken hard drugs. But if mm-hmm. if what food does to me is the same thing that hard drugs do, then I understand a crackhead. I understand. Yes, I get it. Nope. I, I get it. 
and you know how we are. Y'all come, you know, y'all come up. You know, me, me and V love to cook and try new stuff. So we try to make at least one of them meals to, to fit so that we can see it too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, then yeah, we would have to get you off the rail at least once though. Uh, it would- <laughs> could, you, could you imagine if like fried chicken was illegal and oh. at the same time it gave you like a little high? We would be junkies. Can you imagine meeting somebody in a dark alley for just a two-piece? Just to get a two-piece? <laughs> I mean, and, and, and just think how much it would cost. Like like some dude probably fleeced me at the gas station. He walked up on me. You know, I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have probably punched him. But he walked up on me at the gas station <laughs> and uh, was like, man, I, I, I'm sorry to bother you. I ain't trying to, you know, he said he needed $20. Uh, he said he had. Well, he said he. So you say, are trying to bother me. He didn't say he needed twenty dollars. He said he's <laughs> trying to buy. That. Yeah, he's trying to buy. He got two ties that's bald, and they about to have a blowout. And he's found one place. Them ties didn't get bald today. Uh, yeah, we found one See, place like, that wasn't far from here, and they got used ties. Two ties would cost him forty dollars a piece. He's already gotten twenty dollars. He, you know, he's just trying to get six to mow. And and my better judgment is usually, you know, people walk up on me like that, bro. I don't call, I don't talk no cash. That's usually my response. He caught yeah, me on a good yeah. day. I don't know the Lord working on me some days. And for whatever reason, I said, I said, man, I got twenty. I I could chip in. I thought he just said he was halfway there. He need another twenty to finish up. He's like, no, they forty piece. I said, well, I can give you another twenty so you can go get one of them. <laughs> I said, you know, yeah, I, so yeah. I gave him a twenty. I had a twenty in my wallet. And uh, you, you better than me. Yeah, I should. But but I thought about you know I was, I was getting in the car. I, I tried to look and see what Kai getting in so I can see if the tie's really bald and yeah. you know all this other stuff. But I was, you know I just, I said even, I said hey the the Lord honored me because I did what I wanted to do out of my heart regardless yeah. of what they yeah. do with it. I said because he yeah. pulled straight off. I'm like why wouldn't you go keep going around these pumps to get the other forty? Before you pull yeah. off, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah. man, I bet he pulling off uh, on the phone right now, heading to get that neck, that rock. So we, you know, I got twenty dollars. Let me get, give me, give, let me get a half. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I can, I say that to say, I can imagine, bro. I mean, I would be at the gas pump trying to get twenty dollars from somebody so I can ride around the corner and get me a two piece. <laughs> I, I mean, if if fried extra dipping sauce illegal. You know how much mayhem would happen in this country, especially in the South. What? <laughs> and, and, you know, that's what I really struggle. Price of gas hadn't bothered me. Uh, you know, shortage of, 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 of formula. Again, I, I feel if anybody may have newborns, but my boys are older, so that didn't impact us, uh, you know, with the new, mm-hmm. you know, with this shortage or whatever. But, brother, the, the, the accelerated price of chicken. Has has significantly impacted my household. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, like chicken wing, like dog. We went to our favorite. So we got a you you eat fish, right? Are you eating fish? No. Yes. What is fish an animal? Yeah, I can't remember. So, I can't keep it straight. So vegans don't eat no animals, right? Not even honey. A Piscopalian? No, Piscopalian ain't that. That's a that's a religion. I think that's a faith. Uh, what Pesca- Pescatarian? That that person there. They eat yeah. seafood, right? <laughs> yeah, pescatarians will eat seafood, and uh, some pescatarians will eat dairy and eggs. Presbyterians, so Presbyterians will eat seafood. <laughs> yes. So we have a spot here. It's called Uncle Larry's. That in of itself, I'll tell you, is off the chain. But Uncle mm. Larry's has absolutely the best catfish I've. I ain't gonna say ever had, but it's some of the best you can buy. 
Mm-hmm. Catfish. They got three locations. One of them is like tw- 10 minutes, for 12 minutes from my house. There's two. One 12 minutes, the other one 17 minutes. Whichever one I need to go to, I'll go to. But, dog, and then they catfish, because I was saying this is another spot I need to take to when y'all come up. <laughs> Their catfish, you can either get it regular batter, you can get it lemon pepper, or you can get it Cajun. Mm. Brother, they lemon pepper catfish and then put my own hot sauce on it. When mm. they order a fried okra, absolutely off the chain. Mm, I said good. all of that to say they started carrying wings recently. But, bruh, mm-hmm. they wings was, it was $5.99 for a six-piece. Yeah, you paying a dollar a wing. A dollar a wing. And they're not whole yeah. wings. I'm like, I pay a dollar a wing oh, for yeah, whole you wings. Just, you, you're getting a, drum a, a flat or a <laughs> yeah. drum, yeah. Dog, a dollar piece. Yeah, that's the going rate. That is the going rate right now. That's that's what's taking me out right now. That's what's taking and me you out. You remember right now. when we were in college, you can go to uh Buffalo Connection and they had wing day and it was like twenty five cents a wing. A wing, dog. I was telling my boys that. Like you could go with five dollars and get you a twenty piece. Twenty. Yeah. And then on on another night they had all you can eat. All you could eat. For like seven ninety nine. It wasn't yeah. even much. <laughs> Places don't do all you can eat wings no more. Well, they can't right now because they can't afford it. I mean, it would be yeah. all you can eat, but it'd be twenty seven per- ahead. Yeah, <laughs> you remember yeah. that place in Montgomery we used to go and get all you can eat catfish. Yes, up the, up creek. the creek. We they yeah. do you do catfish or chicken tenders. Yep. And then they had you remember they had that fried cheesecake that was in yes, that I goblin sure yes. with that strawberry yes. sauce all on it. Yes, Lord. Yes. <laughs> we 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 had some fat journeys. We we time. had some fat journeys. Like the time we drove all the way to Atlanta just to get uh what you call them ribs? Some Dreamland Dreamland ribs, ribs yep. dog. When we were in college. We drove from Auburn. And it wasn't like on a Saturday we ain't got nothing to do. It was like a, a Wednesday we got eight night. Class the next day. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like we a Wednesday night class the next day. At like seven. <laughs> Because yeah, we got like, there 30 minutes before they closed. Before they closed. <laughs> so we, you know, they probably, most restaurants were closed 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. So it's 10 o'clock when we get Like, well, it's 9.45 when we get there. Yeah, I mean, and we ordered ribs. Yep. I think we might have got two or three slabs yep. of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> we yep. drove back on. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and, you know, for listeners who, who are not familiar, <laughs> it's about an hour and a half to two hour drive. Yeah, dog, middle of the week. It was a Wednesday, Wednesday night. We drive. To, to like, man, I want some ribs, but I want some particular ribs. <laughs> you know, I don't want just any ribs. Because we could have went like Mike ribs. and Ed's or something was in Auburn. No, nah, that's not what we. Yeah, wanted. we went to. Yeah, see, see, Mike and Ed's not even uh, there anymore. Nah, so. yeah, with old buddy that had them used to have them. Uh, did he have fake legs or leather wrap, leg wraps or something? Because we say he used to he walk into the fire. Yeah. yeah, he had something going on. I don't know. But yeah, he, man. I don't know. Yeah, that was a fat moment. And in that fat moment, we, I think that was more recent when we, uh, the wife sent us, we went and got Krispy Kreme donuts and the hot sign was on. And so we just sat there and ate the first dozen. And we, well, both, we, we both we, got a jug we, of milk. Well, we, we're not telling it all. We got, we're going to tell it. We got to tell it all. <laughs> So our fat tails, we knew like, okay, we're gonna get a box to take to them, but we're gonna sit here and eat some. So we had the, you know, the hot sign was on, so we had the young lady run them through the icing waterfall twice. twice. So it come through once, and they would pick them up and and bring them back 
so they can run through one more time. Yes, give me them right there. Yes, give me them right there. <laughs> it's, it's, ama- oh, dog, it's amazing that we're not dead. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing we're not dead. Yeah, we spent... But it's probably the sole reason why I'm diabetic right now. So... <laughs> So there you go. There you go, listeners. <laughs> don't don't do what we do now. Oh man. Dog. <laughs> we said that ate the whole dozen. We got home and the wives like, ain't y'all gonna get one? <laughs> oh, no, nah, we good. We got that for y'all. <laughs> they said they look said, y'all ate some already, didn't you? Yeah, they knew. They knew. <laughs> they knew. We did. But we didn't I think I I know I eventually told Eric, I'm like, Eric, we, we, we ran him twice to the convenience. We, you know, we got him iced twice. And my fat tail, one of the last times I went to Krispy Kreme and that hot sign was on, I was in one of my moves. I'm like, hey, can you run him through twice? She's like, sir, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, like when they come through the ice and like take them and put them back so they can come through again. She's like, we, we've never done that before. I'm like, I've had it before, but you know what? Don't worry about it. That's just the Lord telling me my fat self don't. Don't worry about it. Just give, just give me a dozen. Just give me a dozen. I know yeah, you've never bro. done this, but but you should try it. <laughs> Let me have one. Yeah, oh man, this is crazy. When you when when Jimmy's and Jimmy Castillos took over that uh that spot uh up by Tuma's Corner. Uh, and yeah, he had all yeah. you can eat uh, spaghetti nights. Spaghetti, yeah, all you can eat spaghetti. Dude, we would just map out all the all you can eat. Yeah, for the week. them each day. Yeah. Each different day. We have spaghetti, weeds at least three days wings, a week. Wings, yeah. ribs. Yeah. Catfish. I mean, it, was, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was bad. It was, it was bad. real bad, man. Uh, I'm serious. It It is. Um, it, 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 but you know what? I wouldn't trade none of it, dog. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I mean... It, it I'm paying for it now, but at the time, yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking back of what we talked about last episode, it was also the reason why people didn't want to try us too tough because we had a whole lot of weight coming behind every punch. <laughs> we big dudes, man. We, we, we big dudes. So, yeah, J- Jimmy Whatever. eventually. I think we eventually made Jimmy sell that place. We started. We started putting it because that spaghetti was good too. It, it, it tasted homemade. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Jimmy, Jimmy had to start living. Like we we were going there so much that they would give us free pie. Yeah. <laughs> huh, fellas? Like Jimmy, we know yeah, you ain't hey, making money today. He's like, he's like, we making money just not off y'all. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you're right. I was like, you know, when we come in here, you ain't gonna make no money off us. He's like, no, we already know that. <laughs> oh man, I made me a radio show. There you go. There yeah. you go. That there's there's your good food moment. We we always go get food moment, brother. Look, man, and listen to us. We we always have an agenda, but like we're gonna talk about this and like so. I mean, just just so you guys know, I know it sounds like two old friends that hadn't talked in years just get on the phone and start talking. That's like we actually okay. We're gonna talk about this, then we're gonna transition into that, and it just we, it we, never goes. We according prep to for a show. We prep. With a timeline we for do. a show and what we need to get done. And and then we start and it don't happen. Like that. It don't ever happen. <laughs> don't ever happen. I mean, don't ever happen. Like I have a notepad in front of me where I jot down all the things. And throughout the week, I have a little thing on my phone where as as stuff happens, I'll jot it into a notepad on my notepad on note uh, section on my phone. So that when we're mm-hmm. ready, I jot down the pre-call when I call them. We run through, hey, we're gonna talk about this, blah, 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 boom, boom. And then I hit, and then then it said, when I say what's up with your boy, that's it, everything. Oh, yes, that's yes. all. It goes, it goes down the drain. 
Hey, so what we were going to talk about looks like <laughs> what we predicted happened, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we have the, the Boston Celtics uh, and, and the, the Golden State Warriors. I will say, however, uh, Jimmy Buckets in the Miami Heat fought valiantly in that game he seven, did, man. man. That was a really, really good game, dog. It was. It, it really and, was. And people trashing Jimmy for pulling up with the three, I don't hate the shot. I, I don't hate why. that I shot. Thought was a, I thought he was going to make it. I thought it was a good look. They're going to take the lead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't hate that shot. I mean, I understand why not attack the basket. But, you know, again, I, I, I didn't hate. Yes, that's an option. However, I'm 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 feeling myself. <laughs> and, and this is a good look, too. And so I did hate that shot, man. Um, and you know what, man? Uh, some people don't realize we're talking about a cat who, in two straight games, didn't come off the court not one time. So you got to think. Also, he tired. I'm trying to end this. I ain't going overtime. Yeah, like if I make this, we go win. I'm yeah. open. So if I make it, we win. If we go into overtime, I don't know if I'm gonna have anything left in the tank because at one point. Jimmy was the only one scoring. He really was, though. He really was, and that's why I was going. I was going to say, man, like he got zero help to me. I mean, it was it was, bad, it was atrocious, man. Like he, it, and then, it felt like he was out there playing by himself. Well, then you six man of the year. He was playing so bad the first half and couldn't beat nobody down because they were like, "Oh, he's sticking me. Give this dude the ball and let, <laughs> let's go to work." They, he, he didn't even play none the second half. Yeah. Now he was balancing. The second half. He was balancing some injuries. Cause he wasn't he wasn't originally even whatever. they didn't they didn't know if he was gonna play but but this game seven if, yeah if, whatever if you die you die I mean that is gonna be was what it is injuries too he Jimmy was, was balancing he was, injuries so was. I don't, yeah I don't okay yeah nah dog he um it it I mean J- Jimmy gave him thirty five Bam tried to show up he got twenty five uh but but Kyle Lowry looked like the fattest dude on the court I just uh. I don't, man. I don't know. He man. got a couple buckets. He got a couple buckets. Yeah, he missed a lot though. I mean, he he, he just he doesn't. I don't know. And and it's always been that for me for Kyle Lowry though. I can't get mm-hmm. past how he looks. He just don't look athletic. He don't look like he should yeah, be playing NBA but basketball the, you know, as a point guard. The dudes in the NBA, and he he's a champion. He yeah he is that 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 yeah, is he's true. Champion. He is. I just I, I don't know man. When I look at Kyle Lowry, man, I just I you know I I, I don't know. I, I don't even see Mike Lowry. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think they be off with Mike Lowry. Maybe Kyle some Lowry, Lowry season. Yeah, that's that's why I see Lowry oh, yeah. season. If, if we were at the the red and didn't know that dude, like you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not picking. Run? No, no, nah, I'm not picking. If he actually, hey dog, you, you you got next? Yeah, I got next. You I team fool, yeah, dog. Then the dude that you been waiting on to walk. Hey, you want to run? Thought you a fool. Oh man, you know. Well, I knew my boy was on the way. Yeah, I knew, yeah, I knew he was coming, man. So I just he you know held him a spot. Yeah, but yeah, he don't he don't look he don't look like he belongs in the NBA. He really doesn't man. But you know what, Kingpin? We've said this about another player. Just they they look one way against other NBA guys. But if we were to see him. Just around average dudes, he might look very athletic. It might be in shape. Well, you and I'll give you this because you know it's been numerous reports come about come out about the Miami way. And I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, Miami Heat players also 
have a regimen like they have they have muscle i mean uh what's it body fat numbers that they have to meet to be able to play did you know that really yes no yep somebody was on on one of the espn or something talking about it um oh i'll tell you who it was it was uh god dog it was one of the dudes that retired i think it uh i can't remember who it was it was one of the bigs that retired huh no no Uh, it was a black kendrick perkins no, it wasn't Perk. Perk didn't pay for the Heat. Perk played for Celtics. Oh, somebody that played for the Heat. Yeah, they played for the Heat. And he uh, said when he was there with Amari LeBron. Did Stoudemire ever play for the Heat? Stoudemire did for like a season, but it wasn't him. It, I wish I could think of the name. But anyway, he was saying, he was like, dog, when I was contemplating retiring, well, while I was contemplating playing, he said I was sitting at home, and it was two day, two weeks before we had to report. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the Oreos. And I was looking at my bag. He said, I was looking at the Oreos and I was looking at my gym bag. He said, and I start thinking, man, I'm too old for this stuff. I ain't got time mm. to be meeting no 8%. And he said, mm. I took the Oreos and I retired. He said, I ate the Oreos and I retired, dog. Wow. Yeah, so wow. I think it's something like the guards have to be like, I think the bigs have to be like 10% or less and the guards have to be like, it's it's some crazy, like the guards have to be like under 8% or something like that. Yeah, I mean, because none of them dudes on, on the Heat look big at all and they all look pretty doggone lean and thin. Even even your big guys, like out of Bayou, he, he not no big, I mean, he tall, but... He ain't got no weight on him. Yeah, I it, I mean they don't man. I, I see. I, I pulled it up real quick. Dion Waiters talked about it back in 2017. See, I didn't even know about that. He saying uh, mm-hmm. that they have to be in world class shape. Uh, he mentioned in there, and I thought he gave. I thought I just seen somebody had the numbers of what they had to meet to be able to even suit up uh, for doing. It. He was talking about just kind of the insane workouts they do before practice. Uh, just before they even get get ready, uh, it's a wow. former Heat forward James Johnson who lost forty pounds, got his body fat percentage down to six point seven five while in Miami. And he was talking mm, about just wow. the how, like I say, dog. They was talking about the culture in Miami is it is different, and I had mm-hmm. never heard about that stuff uh, but before when they was talking about the, the Heat at that time. Oh, it was Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. That's who it was, Jermaine O'Neal. Mm. He said, okay. "Man, I start. I was looking at the the Oreos, and I was looking at the gym bag." He said, "I was looking at the Oreos. I was looking at the gym bag." He said, "Man, I'm too old for this." Mm. <laughs> Them double stuff Oreos. Double too. stuff, dog. Did you know Oreos are vegan? I didn't know that. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> what, and, <laughs> so, so he could have been a vegan lifestyle. <laughs> but you know that makes me wonder how did Shaq pass that. <laughs> well, that was probably before Eric Spolstra became the, the head coach, because because Shaq didn't play for him. Well, it says in this one uh, that how Shaq famously passed the conditioning test too. In some oh, articles, okay. yeah, it said that uh, one of the ways they make sure that happens. Okay, the Heat players, ex- the Heat expect players to show up in peak shape and then stay in peak shape throughout the season. One of the ways they make sure that happens is by weighing and checking body fat percentages twice a week. Anything over 9%, you're not playing. Wow. Anything over 9%, you're not playing. 
So, so Miami would have never drafted Zion. Wings no, Zion Williams would never. And that's what I thought about when I seen that. I was like, well, we know one team he'll never play for. <laughs> nope. 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 Man, that's that's that's. <laughs> Now, I know in the NFL, you know, you have weight requirements depending on your position, but not body fat requirements. Wow, yeah. that's that's intriguing. Yeah, man. They talk about them being on these plant-based diets and all this. Um, <laughs> yeah. When it said, okay, it said, so how did Shaq circumvent the process? It said, when Shaq was there, when the coaches weren't looking, he turned the machines down and changed the body fat numbers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Says Shaq paid on one of, one of the trainers to be able to tone down the machine and change the numbers. Hey, if Shaq wanted to slide me a couple hundred, because I'm, I'm pretty sure he paid him well. Yeah, I, Shaq made it, baby. Shaq made it. He yeah, the way. That's that's crazy, man. So anyway, that that so yeah, that that's something about the Heat culture, man. But again, yeah. the Heat looked very impressive. Um, I, I I I I found myself rooting for him, kind of in the end. I don't know why. I don't. I don't I don't know who I'm rooting for in there and I don't I don't understand it. Um and it, it may be my whole <laughs> Notre Dame Boston Celtics type thing that yeah. I wanna like Boston, but I don't because I feel like when you say the Boston Celtics way, I feel like there's undertones in that. Even though the mm-hmm. greatest player in Boston history to is not Larry Bird, to me is Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. it was a legend. He's you know uh, Red Arbach gave you know first black man to coach, Bill coached and played. So I, mm-hmm. I know that there's a mistake there. Um, mm-hmm. But but even when you you watch Winning Time, they talk about that leprechaun and like man, just uh. it's crazy stuff that happens when you up there playing around that leprechaun. And, and so mm. I, I don't know. I, I think I think I get some. I, I feel coded vibes when I hear Boston Celtics, I think what I think about Notre Dame, I think about what I think about uh, about Duke and the Duke way. I think I feel like there's coded stuff related to Boston. And I may be completely in left field with that. Uh, but but there's just something about Boston I don't like. Well, I, I think maybe back in the day, it, you know, I think some of that may have been true. But, I mean, the, the head coach is a minority. Yeah, the I know. team is I, nothing but minority. I agree. That's what I said. I mean, they thought enough to let, let Bill Russell during his era was the GOAT. Yeah. I mean, so there's no other indications to give me that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't I don't know. I just I feel some type of way. <laughs> and you know what, man? I, I, I think and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh-huh. I think as black people, as a whole, anytime we see a sport and it's mostly white guys, and they're winning, we question it. Whether there's <laughs> there's some substance behind it or not, we're like, oh, they must be. Yeah. Am I kind of on the right track with that? I, I think you, I don't, I think, yes, I do, I agree. Because, uh, you know, hockey, I'm, there's something wrong with hockey, I don't understand why, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had that perception of golf before Tiger got in and took over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if now, they were they were not letting us in, in country clubs. That, so that, that, this, I, is that, true. this is true. This is true. Yeah, they weren't letting us in no country club. Man. But no, I think you're right. I think you're on to something there. We we have our um, our senses go up when when there's not many of us prev- prevalent and and they're winning somehow. Uh, but even <laughs> when Boston was in their heyday, the the time that they were winning and they were all white, it was because the league was all white. 
And and then, but when they reeled off and left him in a row, it was because they had Bill Russell. So, yeah. And he was surrounded by all white dudes, but it still was Bill Russell's team. Yeah. Yeah. But nonetheless, the Boston Celtics are in. Now, I don't hear a lot of people talking about, uh, and I can't never pronounce the name, so I'm going to say the, the head coach. Um, did you know that the head Is coach. Is it Eme Udoka? Eme Udoka. That, that sounds very close. That sounds a lot closer. It, 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 it's close. Yeah, it's close. We'll just go with that. Did you know Emei Udoka is not only coaching uh, in the NBA Finals as a first-year head coach, but he is also mm-hmm. engaged to Neil Long? I, I, I read somewhere, I don't know if it was a tweet or something, but I, I read somewhere that talking about how, like, this, she was this, celebrating. talking about somebody that's winning. No, like, this, like him and his he life. Winning like, he life. winning in life. Yeah, he winning yeah, in like life. He winning, like, he about to go to, got, about to play for a championship, and he. He went home mm-hmm. to Neil Long. Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. You, you win. You don't win. Winning. You're Charlie winning. Sheen winning. <laughs> <laughs> now, where did he come from? Like, because I know when, when he was he on the, got he was hired, on the Toronto they, Raptors bench, I think. But, but, like, still, where did he come from before that? Did he play in the league or or, or where did he come from? I don't, did he, I'm pretty sure he played college ball. Where did he come from? A, a Nigerian American basketball player. Uh, <laughs> he represented Nigeria. And you know, when you team. look at him, you don't think Nigeria. He played. He just, he don't he just played. Don't. He played on the Utah State and the University of San Francisco before trend. So he didn't. He wasn't. He wasn't great nowhere. Uh, Portland. Okay. He went professional basketball. He played in the NBA, NBA DL. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, only got called up a couple times. Uh, yeah, no, no. Okay. S- Play, oh, he played and seven I, three games I, with San Antonio. I'm just asking, just just because I'm I'm curious. You know, by by no means do you have to be a superstar to be a good. No, coach. I agree. Yeah. Nah, man, I don't. I don't. He wasn't really a great uh, professional player. Uh, mm-hmm. He played professional ball for a long time from twenty mm-hmm. to two from two thousand to two thousand eleven, uh, and then he was on. He's on a Greg Popovich coaching tree. He was assistant coach for the oh, Spurs okay. for seven years. And okay. then he went to the 76ers and then to the Brooklyn Nets as an assistant and now the Celtics. Okay. So he was plucked okay. from the Greg Popovich uh, uh, coaching tree. But, but, but you know who's looking like a genius right now? Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. Well, he looks like a genius because he, he now, pe- people. Is it Brad Stevens wanted... or Danny Ainge? Well, isn't Brad Stevens the president now? Yeah, but 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 Dan Ainge was the one that don't you think Dan Ainge is the one that set made the made that pecking order? Cause he was the president. Cause he announced he was stepping down. Yeah. All all those announcements came together. It was one big move. Yeah, yeah. It's somebody. Cause I I know people were kind of giving um, the little thing I was reading, it had to be on Twitter that I read this, but the little thing I was reading, they were kind of giving him some flat. But people forget, before Brad Stevens came to Boston, Boston was trashed before then. Yeah, I agree. You know, they, they have all the mystique, in, you know, the Bill Russell days and the Larry Bird days and the Robert Parrish and so on and so on, Kevin McHale. But for a while, e- even at when Doc Rivers left, they went to trash. So Brad Stevens comes and he kind of brought them back. And they could never just win the big game. But they were making the playoffs every year, and they were going deep into the playoffs. Then, of course, he leaves, not leaves, but goes into the front office, hired this guy. And, of course, Twitter is all Brad was holding them back. 
I know he went holding them back. He like he, he said like, this on is the still, he, he he built this team like this is his team really. Yeah, the team he's coaching is the team. The team that Udoku is coaching is the team he drafted. Yes, exactly. Yeah, him and well, again, I, him and Dan Age. I I think that's a uh, that pairing what um, mm-hmm. was because again, Dan Age is the reason why they won won that championship because he put that super team together. Then mm-hmm. he's also the reason why that they went to hell for a while because he mortgaged <laughs> the whole future to put that super team together. <laughs> he sure did, boy. But then he 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 came back and got all the draft picks they needed to be able to reestablish and build again, and then let Brad Stevens build it again. So I, yeah. I, I think all the way, man. I think I, I'm with you. I think I think the the front office there gets a lot of respect. Should get a lot of respect more than they mm-hmm. do. Uh, for making some of the decisions they've made as an organization. And I think I don't yeah. like him also because it always seems like they always find, you know what I'm saying? They always strike gold somehow. Yeah. Like every but decade. always because it's, it's been it's been a minute since they won now. Well, yeah, I guess 2000. When, when was that last championship? 2000-ish? I can't mean, you know, Kevin Garnett. So, yeah, I mean, it that's, that's been a minute. That's yeah. been a minute now. I guess, man. Uh, <laughs> just keep it. You gotta just sometimes some stuff you gotta let go. Man. Uh, it's tough, man. Like you, you know. Remember I'll, this. I'll, I'll never oh. like which column. I'll never, never oh, let. Notre I know. Dame go. I know. You'd never like Notre Dame, but nope. a wound can never heal if you keep picking at the scab. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Big Aristotle. <laughs> just, just, All right, Big Aristotle. Just, you know, I got you. Yeah, throwing that you know your direction. That, you know, you can, 81, you 81, 84, 86. They suck for twenty years because the next championship <laughs> didn't come to two thousand eight. Yes, that's a minute. That's and, a minute. And like they suck for fourteen more years. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 I got you. They got that one. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm still picking the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I don't know that it's gonna go. Well, are you picking them because you really think they're gonna win, or are you picking them because you just don't like? Boston? No, I, I'm picking them because I really think they're gonna win. I, I okay. really do think Golden State. I think. In this series, like I think if ball if if Miami would have had one more dog, another superstar with him, I think Jimmy Butler would have beat him. Mm-hmm. I do think that they are really, really, really talented team, but I also think that they're young and it shows. I think it shows mm-hmm. in what we talked about that some games when it's on they beat they beat the Eastern Conference final team by 20 on two or three different occasions. Yeah. I think that's I think people talk about his rhythm and no, I think that's maturity. I think well, maturity well, tells if, you how I, even when your game ain't on, maturity still mm-hmm. allows you to play at a level that was well, somebody on the team game on tonight, so let's find it. I agree because that immaturity almost cost them the game down the stretch. Because exactly. Marcus Smart kept jacking them threes. Yeah. Like, dude, like, why are you jacking these threes? Like, they're leaving you in particular open for a reason. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to make a pay. I'm going to make a pay. I'm like, no, you're proving them right. <laughs> yes, yes. And and because and, at, at one point, the game was like, okay, it's kind of over. And I, I think, I think they, when I say they, mean Miami was ready to concede. But he jack up a three miss, we get a layup. He jack up another three, 
he missed. We get another layup. I mean, they get layups. Yeah. Because everybody kind of like stopped playing defense. Like you had the strong, strong defense, and then now you're giving up layups. And it's like, okay, now we only down by two. You look so at the clock. Win this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, Jimmy takes that shot, which I agree with you. It was the right shot to take because as he had made it, everybody be kissing his ass. That's right. Jimmy, Jimmy the hero. Jimmy won it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I, I but don't know, the, man. the inconsistency and the immaturity really showed up. And I mean, it's just a good thing for one Jimmy missed, and then Marcus Smart was able to knock down his free throws. And, and that's 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 what I that's why I I just don't think that they I think this is this is progression. Now I think they finna be a problem for a while. Mm-hmm. They finna be a problem, and I believe they'll get them a championship. Mm-hmm. But I think I think they got to go through some growing pains, and I don't think they're. And I also I think Perk Big Perk uh, talked about that this this morning. I think I think the bright light because of that immaturity too. I think the bright lights of now we're the only game left. This is it. This is it. It's for yeah. all the marbles. I think I think immaturity and not having been there before, preparation, getting your family there, all these other things that comes with being in the finals and adjust to that. I just don't know. I think if you're if you're that inconsistent, you the if you're inconsistent like that, the Golden State Warriors gonna make you pay for your inconsistency. I think that's what I'm trying to yes. say. Golden yes. State gonna make you pay for being inconsistent. So yes. you take a game and- off, it's blowing you out. <laughs> The last series, I can't remember um, who said it. It might have been Kenny DeJet Smith, but the last series Golden State was was playing um, when they were playing. Who did they? What's it? Dallas Phoenix? Mavericks. Who did they put? Yes, the Mavericks. Yeah. So one of those games, Dallas was just jacking up threes and they weren't going in, and the Warriors were making layups. And Kenny's point was that. No other team is better at shooting a three because they got two of the greatest shooters to ever grace this earth yep. on the same team. But they're not just jacking threes to jack threes because, oh, we got stuff. Let's jack up a three. They are moving the ball Take and they are mean. getting the ball. Yeah, they, they're taking what the defense gives. Yeah. So if the defense going to give me a layup, I'm taking layups. layups. Yep. And Dallas, on the other hand, I mean, they were just jacking up threes. Like, okay, we down 20. Let's jack up these threes to try to get back in the game. Instead of just chipping away at it bit by bit, they just jacking up threes, and, and that night was an off night. So they end up, you know, losing by a, a nice little bit of uh, a number of points. But that's one thing that I'm afraid because I, 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 to say all what I'm saying, I know I'm rambling. Once again, it's kind of what I do. <laughs> like I want, I want the Celtics to win, and I think they can. But this is going to be their toughest test because of the maturity, because the Warriors have been there before. Like, the, 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 everything is stacked up for the Warriors to win. Yeah. And when crunch time happens, they're going to stay calm, and they're going to figure it out where the Celtics may revert to what Dallas did because they did it at the end with Marcus Martin. They might just start jacking up, you know, unwanted threes. What, the other night, prime example of, of Golden State's difference – the other night, when, so last night, I mean, Miami could have beat Boston and finished this. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're really talking about a Jimmy Butler miss that, that's the difference mm-hmm. in, in them being there or not. And, mm-hmm. and Miami battled back to get there, and they battled back by just keep continuing to, as you said, they just kept doing what they do. 
Yeah. They just didn't have enough people to do it to make make it make it impactful. The difference, so the other night when Dallas got closed out by the Golden State, Dallas was making a run. Luka start went unconscious, start doing what Luka mm-hmm. do. And mm-hmm. the only thing Golden State did, like in that stretch, uh um um uh Draymond Green had like four buckets in like 10 mm-hmm. minutes that snuffed it out. He had like seven points up to that point. Yeah. But it's like, okay, team needs me to do this. They ain't watching me now. Pass me the ball. Oop, got a got a re- offensive rebound. Steph missed the three. Got it. Going right back up with it. Oop, they go loose ball. Fell on the floor. Got it. Bounce pass. Dunking it. Like it was, it was so clockwork. I mm-hmm. never saw anybody rattle. It wasn't no fussing yeah. at each by each other. They wasn't walking back to the huddle in dismay. They wasn't no. It wasn't even. Dog, they didn't even call no pressure timeouts. Like Steve Kerr yeah. sitting back there like a Zen master, like old Phil with his legs crossed and a sock showing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they out yeah. there like, okay, all right, cool, all right. Well, even the young kids, and I call them kids. Even the young cats, when they're on the court with everybody else, you know, you can tell they pressing them. Like, hey, you know, you'll see Draymond slow down. We good. I right, hey, don't take a shot, pass it. <laughs> call the mm-hmm. play. Run it. Run it. Like, don't stress. We've been here before. And seeing the demeanor, that demeanor, I think is what's going to be the difference in this series, man. Mm, I yeah. just, I just don't think. I think athletically, yeah, I think athletically, Boston has a better team. Mm-hmm. Talent wise, Boston has a better t- overall talent wise on the floor, and every at the, at the players they put on the floor. Now, skill, I think Golden State has more skill players. When you mm-hmm. nobody nobody can ever be as skilled at shooting, passing and stuff as Steph, uh, uh, um, uh, Clay, Clay, even mm-hmm. even Poole coming off the bench, yeah, uh, Draymond yeah. for what he does. I don't think you you they're more skilled than than those kids. But talent, yeah, Boston got more talent. But dude, yeah, is that mental fortitude? When mental fortitude is is that, and it's what we've always talked about, dude. It's the difference in a Saban coach team. Typically, mm-hmm. when a Saban coach team hits the field, dog, for whatever reason, they never rattle. <laughs> they know they're going to win the game, no yeah. matter what happens. There's going to be some ups and downs. It's, well, you know, first of all, they probably think, well, we're just going to blow this team out. Yeah. But even if some things don't go their way, like, we still going to win. Yeah. So what? When yeah, old buddy, when, when a sophomore came back down the field at our, in the Iron Bowl at Auburn, and still when they got the ball back, I'm like, all right, well, we had our chance. We should have blown. If you yeah. can't blow them out, you ain't gonna win it. I just yep. knew. I just knew yep. what he'd do. I'm like, this is what this is what Bama do. This is what he's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it's yep. it's that it's that mental fortitude that he establishes in his players. That I see that's very resembling. It was it was what we saw in a in a Bill in a um in a Bill Belichick coach team in a in a mm-hmm. Tom Brady's play. Tom Brady's the goat because Tom Brady is always in control when he steps on the football yeah. field. That's mm-hmm. why he's the goat because he's always in control. If there's one thing like a player like um, Lamar Jackson, for Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson to take the next step is to is is can Lamar figure out how to take control and command at all times of the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not wait for somebody else to show up. Not just saying in command and control don't mean I do everything to win. It just says I have a mentality that we're fixing to win. Now yeah. I'm just going to go out and prove it. 
And you know what, man? That, that is the hardest thing for people to grasp. And I remember games like now, like in my coaching career now, where we'll be up one minute and then we have some bad stuff happen. And the kids' mindset just go on a tank. I'm like, hey, man, whatever it takes, shake it off. We're going to win this game. Yeah. We're going to win. And like some of them, like, yeah, yeah, coach, you're right. And then they they kind of flip. Then some of them, it just take a look. Like, man, the offense, like, don't worry <laughs> about that. We're going to win this game. <laughs> but like, it's, it's like a lot of people don't have that mindset. No, they no. really don't. Nah, man. I, I'm starting to, the older I get, and, uh, you know, I've mentioned to y'all about, about taking my family to counseling. And one of the things we've done in counseling is doing personality profiles and stuff like that. And I'm really kind of digging mm-hmm. into this because I think it answered a lot of questions for me and my family. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm starting to realize when I used to thought just people like we all made different and we are made different, but like our personality, I think is like, I'm just, I'm cut different. I'm different than a lot of other cats. My mm-hmm. personality is one. If I'm going to do it, I want to be great at it. So I'm going to mm-hmm. also put in the work of whatever I need. I'm figuring out what do I need to do to make me be great? Cause I've chosen to do this. If that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. In other yeah. pieces, no, yes, I do. At all points in time, I still think I'm a win. <laughs> yes, we yeah. down by forty two with seventeen minutes left to go. Okay, are we? Hey, we ain't never scored forty two and seventeen, but I think we could do this. I right, how we make it happen? Like <laughs> until we finna get to the clock, is striking in, and I know I ain't. I, I still think I'm. I'm. I'm trying to win this thing. Everybody yes. cut like that, dog. They not man. <laughs> they really not. They really not. I don't. I don't think to your point back before. I don't think Marcus Smart is cut like that. I think Jason Tatum is. I'll be honest, Big Drake. I don't think Jalen Brown is cut like that. Man, Jalen Brown played pretty doggone good. I ain't say he ain't talented, Big Drake. I don't think. Do you think you see the killer in his idol? Like Jason Tatum, that step back side three that he hit in the fourth quarter, that's a dude that's cut like that. (laughs) But, But let me ask you this. Okay. So, that's just like me. I'm, I'm going to use me for an example. Yep. Would you say I'm cut like that? Yes. Because what we I talked am. about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you agree that I am. Yeah. But even though I have that mentality, I'm still not blessed with the same physical gifts as someone like Aaron Donald that's or correct. Javon Curse or any of these other great football players. Yep. Like, I wouldn't bless with that. My mindset is there. But physically, I wouldn't bless with that. Yep. So I think Jalen Brown does have that mindset. I think Marcus Smart does have that mindset. Because now, Marcus Smart is the de- defensive player of the year now. So he got that mindset. But talent-wise, they're not on the same level as Tatum. Hey. Tatum is special. He is just a special dude. No, but like defensive player of the year, just remember James Harden was MVP as well. Remember, Russell Westbrook been MVP too. Scoring so, MVP, it takes different to be to be on that that defensive end. Yeah, that, but but that that just means you was good all all regular season. Knowing I'm gonna win, big. Here, here's and here's here's why I say, Jason Tatum. I, I want to say physically, physical talent. Hear me out on this one. Talent. Mm-hmm. I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the same player. Ooh, I'm gonna disagree with that. Ooh, I'm gonna disagree with that. If we yeah, talk about just talent, I think they the same yeah. player. Mm-hmm. I think what Jason Tatum has 
that Jalen Brown mm-hmm. doesn't have is what I didn't mm-hmm. know that he had going into this season was that he got mm-hmm. that killer too. Because when I put killer with talent, now I become a beast. I think Jalen Brown can hit every shot Jason Tatum can. I think Jalen Brown can make every dunk, every steal, every move Jason Tatum can. I think Jalen Brown can do every single move he can. But when mm-hmm. you add mentality to talent, that's when you get a beast. And I don't think mm-hmm. Jalen Brown will kill him. Well, I'm going to respectfully disagree. Okay. I think he is a killer, but I, I do think that Talent-wise, Tatum is just special. And you he, think that's he, just he, on his talent? Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, of course, I, I think he has that killer instinct yeah. without a question. But every now and again, because that first half, that first half, if, if you want to really be technical, you could have asked the question, where the hell is Jason Tatum? What the hell is he doing? He's only shot the ball like five times and he got ten points. Like, what's going on here? It's game seven. Let's go, dude. He did it at the end, but the majority of that game, he was a little like, okay, because it, it took him a while to figure out because they were totally double teaming him. Like, he is so good that he demands a double team. So they had to, he had to figure out, and a couple times, he, that's why, once again, Marcus Smart was wide open because he would hold the ball a little bit, wait to see which direction the double team was coming from, then he dish it. Now, Marcus Smart, his, you know, he's jacking up in threes, which is not his game. But that first half, it took him a while to, to really find his groove. And I think it's because for, for Tatum, I think mm-hmm. it was I, they don't really need me right now. <laughs> and so everybody else good. We straight. Mm-hmm. And and when they hit four quarter, like, okay, all right, all right. That, now, I, I ain't going to say I can't rely on everybody else. But mm-hmm. now he was like, okay, now it's time for the beast. Give me the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Jalen Brown would ever do that. I don't think Jalen Brown would ever say, all right, now it's time for the beast. Give me the ball. I think with Jalen Brown is on, he's on, and so he'll ride that wave. Well, let me ask you this: like, if 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 you have a player like Jason Tatum on your team, now that was the other piece I was thinking to say. The yeah, only like, thing that would like, negate my argument is, can he do that when you got? Jason, is it because yeah, though like he got he, Tatum he, on his he, team? Yeah, he better give it up to Jason Tatum because I'm gonna be like, why is he jacking up all these shots trying to take over the game? He needs to defer to Jason Tatum. I, I, I think most people would. They'd be like, well, what's going on here? So I, I think he has the killer instinct. It's just like, you know, Kobe. I mean, not Kobe. Uh, uh, Pippen had a killer instinct. He's one of the greatest basketball players ever in the history. But he, but played he Michael had Jordan. Michael Jordan. And he had better deferred to Michael Jordan. I, I, okay. I, hmm. <laughs> okay. I got you. I got you. I, I just, mm. I, I, I it's say, okay for us to disagree. It's it okay is, okay yeah. I, 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 I'm looking for Jalen Brown to show me. Because let me say this about Pip, though. Mm-hmm. Michael knew. So, so Pip knew. When we get offensive side of the ball, I'm going to defer to Michael. Michael mm-hmm. know when we get on the defensive side of the ball, Pip going to guard the best player. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to them last shots, yeah, I'm I'm a beast. I can do my thing. But but Pip, Pip, this is Pip. This, this is what Pip do. 
So Pip was a beast, and he just found all the other ways to be a beast because he was beside mm-hmm. a Michael. Mm-hmm. If if Jalen Brown ain't on or his flow ain't going and he's just rocking, he had 25 points. I mean, again, when he's he's talented, he's uber talented kid. Mm-hmm. I, I just man, I'm so I don't see no mamba mentality in him at all. No, I mean like they are still different levels of greatness and different levels of killer instincts. Okay, because once again, you talk about the mamba. Like we're talking about the greatest of the great. Yeah, we are talking about the when greatest it, of the greatest. When, when it comes to that type of mentality, <laughs> like. There's a lot of other great players. There's Isaiah Thomas's and Dominique's and all the other stuff. Yeah, but, and then, but yeah, yeah. rarefied air. We're talking ones. about Kobe and Jordan. Yeah. And 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 possibly LeBron with, with that type of mentality. Like, think of all the great players that's played in the NBA, all the Hall of Famers, but we just only named three that has yeah. that type of mentality. Well, and because because when I think about that, I think about Larry Bird's, I think about Magic's, I mm-hmm. think about mm-hmm. I think about the greatest of the greatest. I I, I think yeah. you, you're right. I think you're right. I don't think Jalen Brown could ever be in that category. Jason Taylor can. Correct. However, I think Correct. I think where we disagree is I don't think they can ever be in that category, not because of talent. I think it's because of mentality. That's my you. statement is I believe Jalen Brown has as much talent as Jason Tatum, but I think mm-hmm. the mentality that Jason Tatum has, Jalen Brown does not have. That's why I don't mm, think Jalen yeah. Brown could ever be in that conversation, and Jason Tatum can. And yeah. I think I look back yeah. over that that's why I always I always go back and forth with LeBron. Now the only thing mm-hmm. that made me stay solid on LeBron being that that level was that was the championship he brought to Cleveland. The championship mm-hmm. he brought to Cleveland to me, okay, now he's submitted. Yes, that that's who I that's who I was expecting it to be. So that's the mm-hmm. one that's giving it to him for me is what I saw him do in Cleveland. But yeah. before then, I was always back and forth as to whether or not LeBron truly was in the car. I know his numbers would always add up just because of longevity and being doing it at that level for so long. But but to be in that rarefied era of the Michaels, the Larrys, the those cats, I always struggled mm-hmm. with LeBron. Until yeah. he did that, that you know, came back and beat Golden State that time, and and, and yeah. again, that my my KD, I, I struggle with KD sometimes. That James Harden, James Harden has been one of the most talented players we've seen in this era as in scoring, but he never been able to show up when it really counted. I agree with that, and I I wouldn't link you wouldn't link Jada Brown wow. to James Brown, James Harden. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, not Jalen Brown. Okay, no, I, no, no, I, I, because because once again, physical, like the the stuff when especially when Harden was in his prime, the stuff he could do with a basketball and how he was scoring. Like at one point in time, he was like, okay, this is the game's greatest score right now. Yeah, not ever or nothing, but right now, this is the game's greatest score. Like nobody's ever gonna say that about Jalen Brown, ever. This is true. This is true. But. He does okay. So I, I tell my kids, and this is part of the the my, my goblin mantra. You know, the thing about greatness, like true greatness, is getting the people around you great. But the, at at the same time, there are still different levels of greatness because my greatness may only be an eight. Like I can, like this, this is the best I can do. Yeah, the peak of but my greatness, greatness still may only be an eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but y- your greatness could be a fifteen. Now, if we're going to be great together and you a true leader, 
if you allow me to just be a five when I can be an eight, then that's not great. That's not great leadership. Yeah. But if your leadership pull it, pull me to an eight, that's what made Kobe so good. That's what made Jordan so good. Even though Jordan, you know, I disagree with some of his tactics, <laughs> but, at the, but 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 it works for him, and he still got people to play better than what they thought they could play without being in his aura, in his presence on the team with him. So, yes, uh, uh, Tatum is probably the superstar, not probably, he is the superstar where his level of greatness could be a 35. And Jalen may only be a 20, but he still has that greatness and that killer instinct is just not on the same level. Okay. I, I think we agree on that. I think we disagree on, on why. I, I believe Jalen Browns is because he ain't got that dog in <laughs> So, So, let me ask you this. So, you think if his mindset were to change, he would be putting up numbers or be considered your James Harden's, your, your uh, yeah. Yeah. Kobe's and all that. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. That's a stretch to me. Yeah. Ooh, I think if Jalen Brown had that killer instinct in him, I think we see too. We, we, I don't think we'd be questioning whether or not these boys can beat Golden State. Mm. I don't think so. Because I think I think in that case, we'd say, even if Tatum ain't, Tatum ain't on, Jalen going to kill him. And then you're forced to pick who you're going to. Crunch time. But that has happened, though. That has happened. Crunch time, I think Golden State know in the end, if all ain't nothing working, if if they could take Tatum out, I don't think they got any concern. I don't think I don't think anybody's scared of losing. Mm-hmm. Even though Jalen, a couple of games here, I mean, he wanted for him because Tatum was all the way off. But again, I think he mm-hmm. wanted just because he was—he's just that freaking talented, man. Mm-hmm. Not because he was—he was—he was like, "Oh, my man, off." Okay, I'm still finna snatch a throwdown. Kingpin, come on, man. You, you don't think he—you know—this guy is like, okay, Tatum ain't. He, I'm, like gonna go, said, I'm gonna go snatch a throwdown. I'm, I'm about to do my thing until until he he's ready to to step up. I think you don't, you don't I think, think that crosses. I mind? think he looked up and said, "Dang, Tatum ain't on tonight." But man, my shot falling, so I keep shooting. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I man. think he said, "Come on, man." Man, my shot falling, so I'm gonna keep shooting. <laughs> I'm serious, dog. I'm serious. I think he said, "Man, I'm." And let me tell you, let me equate somebody else to him. It is this mm-hmm. this is probably a bad reference, but I'm gonna use it. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. last championship Kobe won without Shaq, mm-hmm. dog. Ron Artest is a dog. Yeah. Ron Artest yeah. is like, hey, I know I don't do it much no more, but if you needed me to, I'll give you 50 tonight. <laughs> like, there's no way in hell I'm going to let y'all together. lose. I, I, I forget Ron Artest was a late. Yeah, it was Ron Artest, Lamar Odom, uh, uh, and uh, Paul Gasol on that team that mm-hmm. won that last one. Dog, Ron Artest was still, like, in the end, he was like, whatever you need, I will never let you down. Like, Ron Artest says that in a crazy manner, like, looking in your eyes and saliva and wanting to do a blood pack and all that type of stuff, but he really mean it. <laughs> like, he really mean yeah. it. Like, dog, whatever, if that means you want me to go out there and bite that dude's ankle, I'll go bite his ankle right now if that makes us win. Whatever you need, Kobe, I'll never let you down. But why do you think I don't know. I just don't see that in Jalen Brown. Like, yeah, why? Cause, because cause you, you said that, hey, old buddy off, you know, Jalen been I'm carrying the team. It's like, I, I, I believe, and of course, I think both of us are just speculating because neither one of us are in the huddle. <laughs> yes. But it might be, hey, you off? Dog, I got you. Just rest up. 
in that fourth quarter, you're going to kill him. But I got you right now. Just do what you got to do, but I got you. I think I think Udoko called the plays, and he'd be like, okay. And he just go out there and do what he do. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I don't know if he's just he's just laid back and he give me that vibe or whatever, but I think Udoko called the play. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll score then. I got it. I keep shooting. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. I don't see him saying I that talk what you just said that's the stuff I see I can say uh, or what uh, I can see heck I can see I don't you know and this I think I can see that even in a Clay uh probably more Draymond than Clay not in Draymond knowing I can score but Draymond saying Steph you off we got you don't worry about it we'll make it happen you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like like consolidating around that um I just don't see it in Jaden Brown man mm. no. I see he's just telling the kid that's on the team with a superstar. And he's like, all right, well, if he off, I'll see if I got enough po- I'll see if I can get enough points to win tonight. That's why mm-hmm. that's why I'm for- I think he says, I'll see if I can score enough points for us to win tonight. Not I can beat them by myself. You good, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we 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 just gonna agree to disagree. <laughs> hey, so so I think we're, but we're lying. We both think Golden State gonna win this thing. Are you going oh, with the Celtics? I mean, I, like, I, <laughs> you hate to bet against I, this team, don't you? I, I I do hate to bet against them because the things that we talked about. Yeah. I, mean, I do think their style of play is gonna give the Celtics the most difficulty defensively. I agree because the Celtics are very very talented defensively, and that, that's kind of their bread and butter. That's where they hang their hat is on the defensive end. And it showed in game seven until, like I said, missed Q threes, then layups. It kind of it's like everybody, the immaturity, it's like everybody freaked out a little bit. And good thing the head coach was like, hey, y'all calm down. You pick him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And there's, I guess I, I, there's no I guess one thing to... you can take away from Golden State. I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's no one yeah. thing you can take away. Because, no. I mean, they can beat you with everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to speak from the head of a fan okay. and not an analyst. Okay. I can't explain it. Kind of like when we talked about manifestation. Yeah, and, yeah. And you manifest, you believe it, and you have no idea how it's going to happen, but you just believe, God, that it will happen. You believe You believe that for the first time in 14 years, they're going to help raise another banner to the, to the rafters. And, you know, that they can go out and get swept. But I just think, and I, I have no analytical stats to back this up. You know, I can't say, well, they do that. Like, because if, if we break it down like that, then yes, Golden State is the obvious choice. I just think somehow, some way, Boston going to pull this off. Kind of like when you mentioned LeBron, yeah. they were down 3 1, and like, okay, it's over, and he just did it some type of way. Yeah. And I still don't know how he did it. You know, Kyrie, you know, they they did it. But, like, how did that happen? The Warriors, 3-1? Yeah, Like, somehow, some way, Boston is going to win four games. I don't know. What I'll give you is this. This this Boston team presents – just like Golden State presents the most offensive problems for Boston, mm-hmm. this team presents the most defensive struggles that Golden State could have possibly seen in the finals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody could defend Golden State in the manner in which Boston will be able to because of mm-hmm. Boston's athleticism, 
because they can switch every play, like all that stuff. So I think mm-hmm. analytically, if you need some backing, I believe this is the the only team that could have defended Boston. Because I don't believe Miami could have defended Boston because of Fat Boy Kyle and, and the people that they have to rely on. You, in you, you, you mean Miami couldn't have Miami. defended the Warriors? Couldn't have, I'm sorry, Miami could not have defended the Warriors because okay. I don't believe that they can handle you, – you can't body Golden State. Yeah. You could body Boston because of how Boston likes to play. You could body them mm-hmm. and you could try to knock it to the ground. All this other stuff that, that Miami did, you could try to big boy them. You can't big boy Golden State. Like, because yeah. when you hit Clay, I mean, when you hit Clay or Steph, they're going to they gonna hit a three falling into the crowd while you're knocking them down. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And then go and hit the free throw. And, you, and then you, and then once the next time down the court, Draymond Green going to clothesline you and you ain't going to want to do it again. So you can't big boy them. So I don't mm-hmm. think I think they would have shot Miami out the building. I think Miami would have it would have been a gentleman sweep. I think they would have beat Miami. Miami would have only won one game. Mm-hmm. But but Boston, I think presents the most defensive challenges that Golden State could have possibly seen in this NBA Finals. Mm. And so for that, I believe analytically, I think that's that that get that that could be a, a representation as to why you believe that they could you know that Boston make a pull at all. But but. And I'm only bang, I'm only hanging my hat on. I think again. Mm-hmm. I said again. I think talent wise, Boston's better. I believe the only reason why I'm hanging my hat with Golden State is I believe experience is what's going to win this championship. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, but now because they they are very experienced, they're poised. I mean, they're everything. They're yeah, everything. They've been here before, and this team yeah. is deep. I mean, it's deep, not in deep as in oh they go so deep in the bench and players that play. It's deep as in everybody on the team knows what their job is and when they come in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jordan Poole, we, we wondered out loud, would he be able to transition to the bench and still do what he do? Yeah. The answer's been yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The answer's been yeah. yes. He still yeah. he went to the bench and he's still coming off and he's still you know giving you 20 almost every night. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that, that's, that's what squad is, man. Hey, man, before we get out of here, uh, so, again, none of this went as we scripted it. Uh, there is no. one, uh, th- there's one thing I do want to mention. Uh, you got a chance to watch the video. Uh, listeners, I'm going to put this video up. I'm going to try to get it posted up to our, our, our uh, website. So check, check about midweek uh, uh, or towards the end of the week on the website. So there's a video that when it came out. I sent it to Big Drake uh, that we <laughs> he bridged last week. Uh, there was a pastor who during service was was announcing that he was stepping down from a church. And, and he said it was because uh, of infidelity on his part. He made a mistake, uh, you know, 20 years ago. Adultery. Yeah, adultery. That's what he said. And, and that, you know, he was going to, to, to govern himself according to the principles and laws uh, of the church and, 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 and allow them to figure out what happens next. And, you know, he was he was being cheered and people were crying and remorseful and oh no, you know, oh yeah, everybody makes mistakes. Well, and as he was finishing up his speech and walked off stage, a mm-hmm. young lady and a man walked up on stage behind him. And the young man simply said, he said, if you love us, you'll hear us out. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody in the church could have expected what they was fixing to hear him out and say. Yeah. But what later comes to realize that that is his wife that's with him takes the mic and she says that we shouldn't cover up half lies 
If you're gonna tell the truth, tell the whole truth. You didn't just commit mm-hmm. adultery. He said, <laughs> one, I'm the one you committed adultery with, if that's what you want to call it. But if we're gonna mm-hmm. be real, real honest, it wasn't 20 years, it was 27 years ago, and I was 16 years old. Yeah. She even said, she's almost graphically, you took my virginity on your office floor. Mm-hmm. I assume that means the pastor's office floor. <laughs> Dog, I I I didn't want to talk about it because I needed you to see the video. I had yeah. I had told you about it, but what'd you think when you saw the video, dog? I mean, the the comment that really got me is when she said, "You did things to my sixteen year old body that shouldn't have been done." That's right. And it's like, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! And and the pastor is is he's up there so eloquently and. Like he like, like he's doing the church of faith. Yeah. Like yeah. I, you know, I've dealt with this for over 20 years. It happened a long, long time ago. Long, 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 long time ago. He got that burning back long, yeah. long, long, long time ago. Long time ago. And like he like I said earlier, he used the phrase adultery. And you know, if you're thinking you're sitting there, like, okay, wow. You know, he he committed adultery. Yeah. His oh, wife it happened 20 years ago. Yeah, His wife yeah. didn't forgive him. It's it's not that big a deal. Let's, you know, because I, I do think. Part of that was a ploy for him to say what he was going to say and then for the church to be like, no, pastor, we're sticking with you. We're not going to accept your resignation. We forgive you. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. And then, of course, like you said, the husband and wife get up there and he had tried to, I, I don't know if silence is the right word, but he had given her gifts. And husband like, I don't want this in my house no more. Yep. Now, if you look around, I'm pretty sure you said a couple other women wearing the same bracelet. Huh? <laughs> I, I don't want this in my house no more. <laughs> like, like, it was just bad. And I mean, I want to say some other stuff, but I, I kind of also want the listeners to kind of look at it for themselves. And, and I thought in the, because other, the, the telling the part, end, I, uh, yeah, well, the I telling like part, the, the telling part for me also that got glossed over some is she also said there's other pastors that, that molested other girls my age. And y'all yeah. sent them to pastor other churches. And it wasn't nobody going to say that. His son tried to get up. She said, tell them I'm lying then. Yeah. No, tell them I'm lying. And the dude, he was like, there's, there's a time and a place. She's like, no, right now is the time and place. Yeah. Like, dog. And then, you know, you, 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 you kind of feel and think some justice is getting ready to happen because you, you can tell, like, okay. Some she, people's getting angry. Then, yeah. 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 Like, you, she, did she, tell us the truth. Did, did, did you do it or did you not? Did is she lying? Well, well, well. Did, I, did, did you do it or did you not? I thought it was from the storm and then I thought it was from the put, put them hands to him. That's why I was waiting. Yeah. I was like, oh, this video is going to get real good. Yes, she was 16. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, he said, no, hold, so on, long ago. no hold on, big drink. He even, he even still tried to say, he <clears throat> said, every single word she says may not be true, but most of it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you sick of, like, there, there are a lot of sick people in this world, man. It, it, there really is. In my yeah, time man. as a detective, man, unfortunately, I've seen a lot of nasty stuff. And I just can think on all the stuff that don't get reported. Like I'm watching this thing on Netflix. This is what I like to do when I travel a lot and I'm on the road, I'm going back and forth. I like to listen to documentaries because I'm not 
I mean, I'm not sitting there watching my phone while I'm driving. I'll be dead. But I'll pop my earbuds in, and the, the one I'm listening to now is called The Keepers, and it's on Netflix. And it's about a nun that was murdered. Uh, this might be 30, 40 years ago. But it was like she was murdered, and things didn't get solved. And it's just like, okay, this lady got murdered, and nobody cares anymore. Wow. But she had some uh, former students that have just been like, no, we, we want justice, and I can't remember the latest name, but I think it's Kathy. Like, we want justice for Sister Kathy. Well, come to find out, the guy, the, the I don't know what they're called. Um, the Pope? Or the- no. He, he was the head of the school, but you know, it's a Catholic school, and, and, and they're not principals or whatever, but oh, he yeah, was yeah. the counselor and the chaplain, maybe. I think they called him the chaplain. So he was the counselor, so and it's sick, man. What he did was he started praying. So anytime a girl would come to him or come to confession and start saying, hey, you know, my uncle touched me or my uncle been molesting me or I got raped or whatever the case may be. So he like, oh, so they already dealt with this. Well, you need to start meeting with me for counseling sessions. Well, they go to the counseling session. What you think he doing to him? He raping him. He raping him. And then there was another uh, reverend in the church. And, and it's crazy, man. Like, it's so crazy. Like, he even had cops coming and, and like raping these girls and it was just it was just it was sick and it was crazy but the main thing is the cover up like that's the thing that the whole documentary is based on and, and I hadn't finished it yet but you see how deep it goes how um how many people were in on it <laughs> how many people were in on it and once sister Kathy found out she uh, addressed him she addressed him, and then like like the next day, not like some time had passed. It was like the next day, and so they they one of the main I say characters, but one of the main ladies that's in it who who's talking about all the abuse she endured because she repressed a lot of stuff. Like she had gotten married and had kids before all these emotions started coming back, and I can't remember what the trigger was, but she was like, you know. Every time he got done, he would never give me a napkin. He would never give me a, a towel. He would not even let me use his bathroom. He would always say, get yourself together before you walk out of here. And so that like that stuck with her. So anytime she would leave, like anything bad that happened stayed there. And she repressed it. And some of the stuff she didn't remember until years, years, years later, she had the trigger and then bam, all of these emotions and all of these experiences started coming back to her. And one of the things that, you know, the, it's kind of, it's a gray area because people thinking, well, did this really happen? Or are you, but that's, that's they a, believe she got molested. Yeah, they believe a, she got molested, but but what I'm about to say, like, did that really happen? Or did you just kind of- That's the psychotraumatic piece of it that it, it, yeah. your mental, your, your mind has literally blocked it out. And that makes people yes. question whether or not you tell them the truth or not. Yes. So, like I said, they believe that she did get molested, but this is the kicker. So, after the lady goes missing, Sister Kathy, and the bishop guy, um, the chaplain, whatever his title is. I think it's headmaster. He, is, that, is that what they call him? Headmaster? Uh, I don't Maybe. know. It okay. could be. It could yeah. be. But he knew that this one young girl had said something. So, he said, hey, you know, Sister Kathy's missing. But don't worry about it. I know where she is. And the girl's like, you, you, you know, so, okay, she's, uh, hey, let's just get in the car and we're going to go. So he drives her out to where the body is and she's laying there dead. 
and the, and the girl, lady, she, I say girl, but she's a lady now. She's a grandmother. She's like, she had all these maggots on her face. So I'm on her knees trying to, because, you know, when I first saw her, I didn't think she was dead. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew, I, I mean, I saw her. And so I'm, I'm uh, trying to get the maggots off her face. And, you know, she's bruised up. She has dirt in her face. And as I'm doing that, he leans down and says, you see, this stuff right here, what happened when people start talking about other people in a bad way? And she said, I just froze. He kind of reached for my hand and kind of picked me up and said, it's time to go. And he said it once again, get yourself together before we go back into school. And, of course, she repressed that. So all the abuse, people are believing the abuse happened, but they're not believing that, okay, yeah, he actually took you out to see the body. And that's where the discrepancy comes. But she's like, no. I saw, I, like, I, I, and once he told me that, once again, I suppressed all my feelings. And it's almost like none of that stuff ever happened because I didn't want to believe it until the trigger happened. I can't remember what the trigger was, but it's almost like they got him on hypnosis, man. Yeah. Oh, well, so she talked about he would do these uh, counseling experiments and hypnosis was part of it. Mm. But she also thought that she was being drugged. She said every time I went to his office and like he was so blatant, but he called on the loudspeaker like. No, I need Prentice Gilbert. I need Prentice Gilbert to my office. And of course you go. But he always had a Coke. And it was always in a paper cup, already pre-poured. So she would drink the Coke. And then she like, I don't know, some time went by. Then I'm kind of getting up. And he like, get yourself together. And I'm putting my my, you know, pulling my skirt back up and I'm walking out. But it's like I don't I don't kind of remember what happened. And she said, you know, with with traumatic experience, you know, sometimes. You, you have to get into survival mode. So I'm telling myself, do whatever I have to do to get through this. And sometimes it'll just be blanking out, whether that's me mentally blanking out or if yeah. I had some assistance from the, from, yeah. the, from the Coca-Cola blanking out. But, I mean, it's just like a horrible thing, and you feel for people. And, you know, these are kids. These yeah, are man. high school kids going through this. And they just they just run through them girls, man. And that's that that that's what this dude did to her, man. He, I mean, he, and, and apparently that's what they were doing. Because again, she said there's yeah. other girls too. And, and the piece yeah. that really disgusted me was when the dude was giving back the necklace and stuff. And when he said the purity ring, he said, and here's mm. the purity ring that he she mm. would have he he gave her that she would have on while he was having sex with her. Come on, man. Like, dog, there's a special place in hell for that dude. Like, yeah. like there's a special deep, dark. You know, AIDS infested portion of hell where he can be able to be somebody's manslave uh, <laughs> in hell for him. Like, yeah. absolutely disgust that piece there. Disgust. In addition to then everybody doing what they did at the end, uh, which, which again, and my problem is, is again we, I think we protect so many of the wrong people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Like I'm all for forgiveness and stuff like that. But no, he did that to that woman for seven years, she said, I think. Seven to ten. But all of those years. It was years, a long time. It was a long time. Long time. And and I guarantee you she wasn't the only one. Because I want no. this happened week before last. I want to know who all is going to come out between now and the time that go to whatever happens with this. I yeah. guarantee you that's and, a troll of other girls. We, we would have never known unless that particular person started to record it with their phone. Yep, yep. That would have stayed in the church. 
Cause, cause, mm-hmm. cause in her comments when she posted to Facebook, she says, "Here's what happened during church service when they turned off the live feed." Mm-hmm. So he had already instructed them, "I'm gonna tell some stuff. I want y'all to kill kill the recording." Yeah, yeah. So there would have never been a tape of this. Absolutely sick. Crazy. Man. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's sickening. It's just sickening. It, it really sickening. is, man. So. Hey, and next week I want to make sure we, I wanted to do some time today, but we won't get to it today. Uh, next week, you know, we, we still in, in mourning and, and for the loss of of all the young lives that was killed uh, uh, in Texas uh, this past week, you know, the mass shooting. Uh, because I also want to talk about uh, our country's affinity um, or what what you know our holding on to to these gun rights. Uh, what 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 we're framing as gun rights, and I put that in the same frame. Or air quotes as I do CRT and 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 woke and all the other buzzwords that they use uh, to mm-hmm. to make people do what they want them to do, just like they think mm-hmm. that that it's is used by other other opposite side of political party uh, to to force somebody take quote unquote taking away their guns. And, you know, I'm a avid gun owner, uh, and, yeah. and 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 I have some of the, the assault style weapons. And and at this point, if one because I have them for sports shooting. I like to go to the range and stuff like that. If asked to give them up, I give them up. Or if asked to do additional stuff to be able to have them because of what I like to do, I do whatever the process is for to allow me to keep them if they meant that much to me to be able to do it. Because mm-hmm. I keep them locked in a safe. I keep all this other stuff. But if they <laughs> said, all right, man, here's the process to be able to keep those weapons, I bet. Cause I know I ain't got nothing to hide, so here, let me go and do that process. Fill the paperwork out, pay my little fee, whatever I need. If I want to keep them to be able to do that, boom, here's my stuff. Give them a card, so I'm good now. If you say, mm-hmm. "Hey, we taking all these off the street because we don't want them under hands," I'm like, "Man, I really enjoy doing that, but I'll just go to the range and shoot my nine. It is what it is. If if that, it going to the range with that gun doesn't mean more to me than protecting the potential life of children." Or uh, uh, other people with guns to be able to do that. So, so I really, really want to dig into that, man. Uh, from your background and your experience and what you've seen on the streets and stuff, and kind of how that correlates and, and and what our thoughts are. And listeners, if you got a comment on this, uh, I'm prepping you for our next episode. If you listen to this, you got some comments and thoughts to send it to us, and we'll go. We'll talk about those as well on the show, man. But I really, really, really want to dig into this to this issue, man. Uh, uh, to to talk about uh, where we are as a country, man, and doing that. So yeah. Uh, and that goes into to some other stuff. These baseball players and all this other stuff. But you ain't seen no protest about that. So. Uh, you know, we, we got a baseball manager that's that's now not coming out for the national anthem because until the quote unquote until the country gets headed in the right direction, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason that's okay right now. Ain't nobody talking about that, huh? Yep, I know why. We'll talk about why they ain't talking about it. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think Drake he lose endorsements and get blackballed. Exactly. Sounds very familiar to me. Big Drake, what you got for the people, man? Um, you know, I was thinking in everything that's going on, the, the, the incident that we talked about with um, the pastor, the incident in Texas, like we have to, by any means necessary, protect our kids. Yeah, man. And when I say our kids, I don't mean everybody's dog. Yeah, I don't mean just your kids. Yeah. Like you're like well, like we like the the we have to protect kids. Yeah. We have to. 
whether they're getting abused, whether it's gun violence control, whether we making sure they have shelter and food and clothing and the things they need. Like we, we have to protect our kids. That should be our number one goal because, you know, like the song says, and I know it's cliche, the kids are the future, but I mean, they, they are. And the innocence of a kid, it has to, it must be protected by us. That, that is our duty as adults. We have to. And what you're saying that the other thing that that young lady said that really, this is what hurt me. She said, I told people. Mm-hmm. And nobody mm-hmm. listened. And this mm-hmm. is this is what her this is this goes to the crux for why the mission I took as took on when I, I started youth pastoring. She said this. She said, You had people to turn to. I had no one. Yep. She said, You got counseling. No one even offered me counseling, even when they knew what had happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I took my first youth pastor job, I told my congregation, I said, Hey, let me tell you who I am and what I believe. I said, one, I want to help our children, young people find a voice to God. I said, that's that's paramount and important for me. I said, but here's the other thing. I said, there may be times when your young person is going to come to me and they're going to tell me some stuff that you don't know. I said, I am not trying to replace any parent. I'm not trying to be you. I said, but what I am going to do and commit to you is I will never leave our children feeling alone. Mm-hmm. And if they tell me something that they haven't told you, trust and believe, I, they're only telling me and I'm keeping it a secret only until they have the courage to then come to you. I'm not mm-hmm. going to protect your children. I'm not going to let, let anything happen to them. But what I'm not going to allow them to do is to be felt or thought to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when our kids feel the enemy's trick, his biggest trick with young folks is to isolate them, to make them mm-hmm. feel alone. Like nobody cares, like nobody's listening. That's exactly what that young lady said on that stage, man. Well, in, in the, the, the documentary series that I'm watching, The Keepers, that, that was part of it. So the young lady, her dad was a cop. Mm. And his the, the way he just manipulated this young girl's mind, and the mother and father were devout Catholics. And in the Catholic church, through the priest, he is held up high. You know what I mean? Yep. He is the dude. And you don't dare question the priest. So when he would do things to this girl, she, he, he would tell her, Nobody's how do you think your dad will feel knowing that his daughter's a whore? Mm-hmm. You do know you're a whore, right? And I'm trying to get the whore out of you. And she would say, like, even when he would ejaculate, he would put it in a crucifix. Like some sick stuff, oh, and talk about um, you know, um, yeah, like it's like it's bad, dog. Like this, this, this woman really dealt with some stuff, and but he kept playing mind games. Like you know, as 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 good of a father, like would you do that to your father? Him being a cop and you a whore, you, you do realize you're a whore, right? And and I'm just trying to help you get out your whore's tendencies. I mean, it's crazy, man. It's, it's just bad. Sorry to cut you off, but we gotta protect our kids. Protect we got our you. kids, man. I'm with you, man. Hey, and I want to encourage you again. If if your kids dealing with stuff, you may not even know what's going on, man. I, I want to encourage people, especially in our community, man. Don't be afraid to seek counseling. God has put people mm-hmm. out here that specialize to be able to help and and help you even to to that young girl's problem to help you maybe digest hearing some stuff that you're not prepared to hear. And then how mm-hmm. to handle those types of things, man. Hey, don't be afraid to take the whole family, man. And don't just wait till there's problems, man. Let's catch it before it becomes a problem. 
Because yeah. unfortunately, when it come, becomes a problem, sometimes it becomes a problem. And by the time we recognize it, it's too late. And we've lost weight. Well, you know what I mean? The, the, it's probably already a problem. We just don't realize. Yeah. And as I said, when we realize it, it's, it's, it's because now they left the suicide note. Mm-hmm. Or now they're, you know, they, they're, they're hung out and strung out on drugs. Now we got to get them into rehab to get them clean mm-hmm. before we even figure out why they got on drugs in the first place. Yes. Their life is gone, man. So, man, encourage your fam. Don't be afraid. You, weak, you're not weak because you seek help. Uh, and it, and it's no, no, not a knock on your faith because you seek help. God has no. ordained and positioned people to help us. Just like the doctors and, and the, the vaccine and all this other stuff that I believe that the Lord sent to be able to help in some, some instances. This is also the same, man. So, yes, I, I'm with Big Drake. Let's protect our kids, man. Hey, it's your boy Kingpin, Big Drake, man. This is our made, the Made Me Radio Show. Family, we thank you for tuning in, man. Uh, we, we hope that uh, I, if you're still listening, then you must still be entertained, even with our detours. We thank you for for hanging <laughs> in with us, man. We will yes. we, we we lie to you and tell you we are gonna try to do better, but it is about who we is. It is kind of who we are. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you got something you want to talk about, man, shoot us a text, man. If you got something on the topic we're gonna talk about next week, shoot us a text uh, or hit us up, man. And we'll definitely bring up your opinion on the show uh, and and uh, see what you got to add to the conversation, man. Hey, we love you man we think the world of you tell somebody about the show pass the word share it on social media just just just, just uh hit, look through your phone and send it to everybody that don't already listen and if it's everybody mm-hmm. your phone that's fine send it to everybody even your grandma because maybe she got something she want to holler at your boy kingpin and big drake for out the made man radio show send it to us yes, all sir. man let's get it hey man family we love you we'll catch you next time i'm out peace what's up man come here Church in the wild, but we've been wildin'. We've been on top for a while and let my crowd in. Fresh like everyday Easter, think I got a stylist. Had to shake back, get right, me my mama the proudest. Uh, feel it in my body, yeah, can't nobody stop it. Dripping like fluid, let my life shine like jewelry. Gotta stay humble, yeah, give it up, give it up. World is jungle. Turn to the secrets Bought the whip and now he got the beachlet Played the BD, ate it up like a deep dish How many times I put him on the reach list Sliding on the beat by Metro Y'all was probably riding on the Metro We in London where they call the gas Petro Sign a record dealer, hit the road, let's go 20,000 in the crowd on stages Birthday bash in Atlanta was amazing Went to DD house with me, that's a day trip They ain't know you really living in the Matrix I seen them come straight out the east Zaytoven gave him some beats I told a young lion, go eat Shepherd, watch out for the beast. They say there's no church in the wild, but we've been wildin'. We've been on top for a while and let my crowd in. Fresh like everyday Easter, think I got a stylist. Had to shake back, get right, me my mama the proudest. Uh, feel it in my body, yeah, can't nobody stop it. Dripping like fluid, let my life shine like jewelry. Gotta stay home, yeah, give it up, give it up. 
with the billy go gruff When you bridging the gap, it got trolls on him When they threw them stones at him, he rolls on him He got too many dubs, he dove on him From the test, he gon' lift up the doors Had to keep it going automatically He brought the kid out of the east, now they mad at me Gasper rap back, I put that on your majesty They bump their head, they must forgot who done open the door When crack came out, he made y'all switch up the flow I think it's about time that I get y'all exposed Y'all ain't really saving no souls See, you treat religion like X's and O's Y'all playing tic-tac-toe Why you still worry about gold? No church in a while, but we've been wildin'. We've been on top for a while to let my crowd in. Fresh like everyday Easter, think I gotta style it. Had to shake back, get right, be my mama the proudest. Uh, feel it in my body, yeah. can't nobody stop it. Dripping like fluid, let my life shine like jewelry. Gotta stay humble, yeah. give it up, give it up.